0: Welcome to Love, Honor, Obey, a podcast for wives to get rid of your BS. Hey sisters, I had something totally different planned to release today, and this morning the Lord decided you're going to talk about this instead one of the things on my instagram uh wall that i post are dear carrie questions and they're questions uh presented from women that drop into my dms and then i answer back to them and i post it on the instagram feed Uh, my instagram if you want to catch up on those is love.honor.obey and on there just look for the dear carrie posts and and you can get all filled up with all kinds of things. So anyways, this morning, I had a young wife drop into my DMs with a question. And I was going to respond back to her. But instead of responding back to her, I thought, this is a great question that a lot of young wives may have. Uh, They're feeling it right now. So I decided to share here on the podcast today. So this is just kind of going live. And we're going to walk through this answer together with her. Dear Carrie, I just don't know what to do. My husband is always so angry. I feel like he buys me things, but his attitude towards me is so hateful and angry, and I don't know how to fix it. I feel hopeless. I'm not what he wants in a wife. I don't know how to fix it, and he's giving me a hard time now for buying your book as my Christmas gift, but I don't know what to do. I asked what he needs from me and he said he doesn't know and it isn't his job to tell me how to be a good wife. I just know. I try to figure it out myself and he just cusses me more for trying. I feel like I'm failing him. I just don't know how to be the wife he needs. I related to this wife immediately as I was reading her message. We are currently going through the exact same thing. Well, yesterday it kind of came to a an agreement, you know, discussion, but I'll back I'll go to backstory. Um Mister is is going through a trial right now and I could see it on him. I could see it in his like a little bit of anger, a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of like being withdrawn. And so whenever he acts like that, I always stop for a moment and I think what has happened in our life just recently or what is coming up in our life that he's reacting like this. So in all of that, I don't stop and try and fix it for him. I don't like nag him with, you know, what's going on? What's the matter with you? Why, why, why? What, what, what? Like that. Nope. I pause and let the Lord speak to him. And I learned that a long time ago that the best thing that we can do for our our husbands in their lives is to just give them space when they're going through something so um, I, I noticed it and how did I react to him in it I act, reacted in love to him a very patient love I reacted by not feeding into when he would be sarcastic at me I would just go meek and I would just smile and I'd walk away from the situation. And ladies, don't walk away from the situation with attitude. Just walk away from walk away from it. Just um, like you're not going to enter into that conversation, into that argument, into his sarcasm right then and there. And then the other thing that I do is I really listen to him. So as he starts talking about things, I'm listening to every single one of his words, trying to capture what that root is of the cause of his uh you know his like uh in his life right now he has something that is making him just wallow wallow in pity or wallow in hate or wallow in past trauma, so I really listened to him to try and figure it out, and I knew what it was because when I stopped and I went back and Thought about okay, what's happened in his life? What and I mean, it's months ago that this thing has happened, and now it's just coming to, to you know, kind of like to an ugly head in his life, and he's having to deal with it. So I stand back out of the way over the last few months, last few weeks really, as I've seen this going on. Because when I think about back to the last few months of okay, that's where it's stemming from. I'm just going to wait now for his 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 timing. I'm going to wait now for the Lord to minister to him and to see exactly how this is going to work out. So praise the Lord. Yesterday, right after church, we were driving in the Jeep and he opens up to me and he says to me, I haven't said anything to you about this lately uh, because I didn't want to burden you with it, but I haven't said anything to you, to you about it, but this is what's, what how I'm feeling right now. And I really feel like I just need to talk to you about it. And I just took a long pause and I smiled and I placed my hand on his because that's non-sexual touch. Non-sexual touch is us just touching them, you know, shoulder to shoulder, hand on hand, hand on their leg. Something that just lets them physically know I'm there for you right now. I'm your helper. I'm going to support you through this and I may not be able to fix it, but I can listen to you and we're going to get through it together. So that's that's really key in that right there sisters. So he opens up to me and he tells me where it is and for him it stems from church hurt and I'm telling you what ladies the enemy will bring up things in our lives in our husbands' lives in our lives and the lives of our children but the 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 enemy will bring up those things subtly and crafty in ways that like me as his wife, like I may not even think that that kind of thing could be bothering him right now or could be could be provoking that old church hurt in him again. And yet I, d- I did recognize it because when I, when I noticed that he was being sarcastic and I noticed that he was being a little bit angry, I stopped and I said, okay, what's been going on in our life the past few weeks, the past few days, the past few months? And I was able to pinpoint on something. So what I did was I was able to pray for it and I was able to listen to my listen to mister and I was able to wait on him to be ready to talk to me. So yesterday he talks to me about it and we have a really great discussion about it. And when I say listen like truly listening listening is uh anatomical, okay? It's it's no, excuse me. Hearing is anatomical. Hearing is like an unconscious effort. Listening, however, is intentional. So listening means like I am focused in on you. I'm devoted to... To walking through this with you, and I'm going to listen to each and every one of your words. So that's what I did. I listened to everything that he was saying yesterday. I didn't interrupt. I didn't try and interject with uh, my thoughts on it or have you tried this or well, why did you do that? That's BS. We don't want to do that at all. We want to sit and we want to listen and we want to be intentional to let them know that I hear you, I'm with you on this, and I'm walking through you on it. Now, do I have any answers for the situation that he's in right now? Nope, I don't. I can't. However, I did ask him one question, and he gave me permission that if that came up, or if, uh, if the situation arose, and he would handle it in a particular way. So it gave us some sort of closure and it gave me an area that I can um, be praying to the Lord about and I can be saying, Lord, if this is in your will, make it happen. Help my husband, help the man that you have yoked me with in marriage, help me to get him to a place of of comfort, of uh, reckoning. And you know, the other thing is I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this, I'm also thinking I did remind him that I said, you know, the enemy will try and bring things up in our lives. He'll try and bring up that old church hurt in you. And if the Lord's allowing it, the Lord may be using it to smooth our edges on something, to grow us into the next level of, uh, of maturity in our Christian walk. So I said that to him and I said it to him in love and I said it to him in compassion because he knows at this point I'm going to be right there next to him in his in his journey, in his walk, in his growth with the Lord. And the that the 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 two of us in our circle, the two of us with Christ in the center of that circle, we're all going to get through it together. Now, does is it rotten? Is it hurt? Is it like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to do this? 100% yes. While he's walking through it, I can see it all over him. While I'm having to be his helper, um, his help me as he walks through it, and I get the, the little daggers of sarcasm or the little daggers daggers of anger from him, it, it's awful. Like I, You can't deny that. That is just life. However, when our husbands know that we're going to do life with them, we're going to do the hard with them, we're going to do the ebbs and flows with them, It creates this unity in your marriage that literally it's like (laughs) says one of you has a shield and one of you has a sword. And you're just attacking and you're going at the enemy and you're saying not today say and not on this marriage. Yes, Lord. Yes. Now, I wanted to go back and break down her question a little bit. The big paragraph starts out with, I don't know how to fix it. And right there, I want to just answer and, and remind her she doesn't have to, but instead be loving on him, show him non-sexual touch. Non-sexual touch again is when he's sitting there and you're not saying a word and you either, maybe you're sitting, sitting next to him in the car, or, you know, if he's sitting on the couch, go next to him, just place your head on his shoulder. Put your hand on his hand or on his leg. Just something that he feels that connectivity with you, yet you're verbally not talking to him. So And also don't feed into it. So if he's acting like anger or sarcasm or just disgust or something like that, don't feed into it. You don't have to entertain or enter into an argument. And just walk away meekly. Walk away with a smile and the love of Jesus in your heart. And the last thing is to listen to him. Listen to every single word that he is uh, expressing, every single word that he is, even if it's in anger, whatever he's saying, listen to it. Listen and wait for the nugget, the root of the cause of that anger. Because it always comes out. It always comes out, especially the more room that you give them to talk about it, the more opportunity they have then to say what exactly is bothering them. Uh, She goes on to say, he's giving me a hard time now for buying your book as my Christmas gift. A a few weeks ago, she had messaged out to me and she was so excited because she was getting her um, the That's BS workbook as her Christmas gift. She had asked him for it and he agreed with it and she was just so excited about it. So now she says that he's giving her a hard time for buying the book. So I look at that with two questions. One is... Is it a money thing? Like right now, money is no joke right now. I mean, we went, you know, the refrigerator, we got a refrigerator back and we went to Walmart the other night and bought $200 worth of groceries. And at first I was like, oh, that's not, you know, too bad because it seemed like a lot on the conveyor belt y'all we went last uh, Thursday or Friday night, and I need to get groceries already because all of those fresh vegetables we 've almost gone through them. The meat that I used to stock up the uh, freezer again we're almost through all that. The lunch meat for his sandwiches they 're almost gone so two hundred dollars for groceries for just two people, it does not go far anymore so if it could possibly the money that he um is uh, needing to spend to buy the book because it is fifteen dollars. And in some worlds, people could say it's only $15. Well, in other worlds, $15, that buys like a box of diapers or it buys, you know, a, a, a roast or something to put on the table for that that week. So there's something behind his his thought on that. And then um, it's also, he could be feeling inadequate. Now he could all of a sudden see like, he doesn't know what the workbook is about. So he could be thinking that I'm, I've am i written this workbook to tell wives how rotten their husbands are. So maybe he's feeling a little bit of conviction with it or maybe he's seeing, seeing, oh wait, she wants to be a better wife and all of a sudden I'm like a horrible husband. And so in those feelings, he could be acting out and lashing out on her. So to answer that, uh, I don't know what to do because he's not wanting to buy the book. Sis, what I would say, just settle back. Don't get the book for a Christmas present. It's okay. It's really, it's okay. You can drop into my DMs anytime. You can go through my wall and basically all the answers, all the answers for it are on the Instagram wall anyways. Um, I'll be talking about more things here on the podcast. So there's so many ways to learn how to be a wife in God's design. And I promise you, I'm here to help you through it. And let's see, I asked what he needs from me. I asked what he needs from me and he said he doesn't know. And it isn't his job to tell me how to be a good wife. I should just try, I just should know is what she writes. Okay, so to that, I see like a little bit of anger on his part still I see the truth in him saying that he shouldn't have to tell me to ha- how to be a good wife and to that I would answer her and say just be meek be walking in your journey with the Lord be experience more talk less EMTL it's one of the things that I talk about in the workbook and it's experience more Jesus and talk less about Jesus or talk less about the problems in your life to your husband. So experience, dive into your word right now, dive into quiet prayer time and dive into being the radiant joy that we get when Jesus, who with the Holy Spirit who lives in us and when that is expressed out of us. That's what I would say to her right there, would just work on that, work on her own intimate time with the Lord. I try to figure it out myself and he just cusses me more for trying. Again, if he's just going to cuss at you, that comes from an area of anger. That comes from something that is rooted deep inside of him and just be listening, be loving on him. Don't feed into it. And at some point he is going to bring about what the problem is. Just like I said, Mr. did uh, yesterday for us. And now I'm going to tell you what to do with that. Hold on. Before I give you that last thought, she came back in DMs just now. Again, this is live. I feel like we are both struggling. Like my dad passed away when I was 15 and my mom didn't teach me wife skills. And his parents didn't show what a good marriage looks like either. It's filled with anger and lying. And like we are trying to figure it out with no help really. On top of that, I'm trying to navigate being a mom to a baby with high needs. Um, She's currently nursing and the baby is not sleeping well. So most of my night now is trying to soothe a screaming baby. I feel completely overwhelmed. Before I go to that final answer, I wanna answer her. And there are a few things stuck out in her DM. Mom didn't teach wife skills. And his parents didn't mentor what a good marriage looks like. So here we have a young couple and they are just trying to figure out life. And trying to figure out life overtired with a crying baby. They're both overwhelmed. He has to go to work every day tired. She's home with a crying baby. So by the time he walks in the door, she hasn't gotten any sleep either. No one's sleeping in the house. It's just chaos. You can just feel it um, for them. So both of them are overwhelmed and it's also the holiday season. So throw all that into the mix where, you know, he comes from a home of lying and anger also. So maybe he's feeling like, great, now we have to go to my parents' house and I have to deal with that while I have a crying baby and I just have no escape. In this season, for maybe it's just this year, You all sit back, he's gonna have the day off from work, Christmas is a holiday, and you create a new tradition, even if it's just for that year, and you just let family members know, you know what, we really need to take our little family and just lay at home low. The baby hasn't been doing well sleeping, we aren't sleeping, if the baby gets a nap in, we wanna get a nap in too, whatever it will take. The other thing I want to say to this uh, DM is to create a calm nightlife. So plan out your day of doing nothing more in the moment of trying to keep the baby soothed. Throw in a load of laundry because clean laundry is a thing, especially for your husband having to, to go to work. And then plan a very simple meal at night. And since I'm talking box macaroni and cheese and hot dogs, or fish sticks and french fries, or it's something so simple. I mean, if you can create something healthy on it, go ahead and do that too, but just create a meal that is served to him on a paper plate and he will get a belly full of warm food, and then you can proceed into your evening calmly. Because also a baby feels strife in a household, and when there is chaos in the household, whether it's the two of you arguing, or it's like a little bit of slamming of a cupboard door or something like that, the baby senses that, and it's just going to add to his mood also. So just a few things to think about. In that last part of that DM. Now, the last thing I want to talk to is any Titus 2 mentors that are listening right now. Ladies, we are so needed. If you could read oh, the heart of this woman in this direct message, especially where she says her mom didn't teach her wife skills. I'm seeing that more and more. I'm hearing that more and more. I even had it in my life where. Thanksgiving meal, my mom always pushed me into the living room to uh, just go watch the Macy's Day Parade. Like I wasn't introduced into the kitchen of this is how you cook, this is how you know you measure out things, this is how you saute something in a pan. I was never taught those things either. I had to learn on my own through hit or misses. So why don't we shorten their journey? All the tightest two mentors out there. Listen to where the young women in your church are struggling right now because these young wives, these young moms, they need hugs. They need supportive older women to come alongside of them and say, I have been there too. Let me tell you my experience and what has worked for me. Always pointing back to the word of God to have listening ears and offer up that help for them. I'm gonna wrap up this podcast episode with that one question to keep on your heart to ask your husband whenever he has finally opened up to you about what has been bothering him, when you've been listening intentionally to him for that one little nugget and he feels your support and your love and he trusts in you. So sis, ask him and write this down. How can I help you? And when you ask them genuinely with love and compassion, and they sense that, and they feel your support, they're going to come back with a couple of things. When I asked Mr. that just yesterday, how can I help you? He says, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that, but you being here for me, that's all I need right now. And maybe that's the answer your husband's going to give to you, or maybe he's going to give specifics to you of, can you take care of this for me? Can you make this phone call for me? And if they say that, say, yes, honey, absolutely. I'm here for you. Glad to help you. Lastly, I want to end with Proverbs 21. I'm going to read verses 1 and 4 and then verse 9 and 11. This is the New King James Version. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes Every, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. A haughty look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. Down to verse 9. Better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Verse 11. When the scoffer is punished, the simple is made wise. But when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. Sister, I'm going to end this with, what is the Lord seeing in your own heart? Is the Lord seeing love and compassion for your husband? If you don't think that he's seeing that today, really dive into the word. Really dive into quiet time in your Bible, quiet time of prayer, you can be doing this while you're doing dishes at the sink. And really ask the Lord to examine your heart to not be that contentious woman. And then take wise wise instruction and receive the knowledge of it. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I'm so grateful for your time. Please tell a friend about us, whether she's single, married, or engaged. That woman who wants the best in her marriage. Be sure to subscribe and follow along. God bless.